You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, presented by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Follow him on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Things are good. Another busy week. Lots of scoring, obviously, around the league. I mean, the trends of this league are crazy right now. I mean, um, but we're pretty much at the quarter pole here, and I think we know quite a bit about what's going on. Yeah, we definitely do. We've learned a lot. I would say um, we had we had even more injuries this past week and week yeah. four. So uh, if, if you were relying on a uh, one of these top running backs, you're probably in bad shape right now, probably hurting. And the, the you said lots of scoring. I saw a, a tweet yesterday from our friend Scott Barrett that Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, and Josh Allen through the first four games of the season have the most fantasy points of any quarterback in history. So they're, they now rank first, second, <laughs> and third just through the first four weeks. Uh, wow. If there was ever a doubt that it's a quarterback league, it really feels like that uh, this year. And, and, of course, that's not even including Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and, and, and so many of these other uh, quarterbacks that continue to impress for the most part uh, this year. So it's uh, it, it's a unique year. Uh, you know, we, we know that is certainly true in, in so many ways. But uh, the injuries, the running backs, yeah. Yeah, and we mentioned this last week, too. I mean, the the latest news is Bill O'Brien gets fired, and maybe Deshaun Watson will get back in that you know that realm sooner than later, too. I mean, there's and some of these young quarterbacks, I'm sure we'll talk. There's one I'm going to bring up for sure that I think could be knocking on that door before long, too. So I, I don't know if the scoring is going away anytime soon. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get right into that. As always, on Tuesday, we're going to talk Dynasty Transactions. Uh, players that you should be buying or selling. We may even throw an ad or a drop in there occasionally. Matt, you're always going shopping. Who are you buying this week? Yeah, I just teased it. I mean, I didn't like Justin Herbert that much coming out of Oregon. I was on the. I, I was critical of the Chargers, saying, "Don't take Herbert. Sign Newton or Winston, and you know, draft a tackle instead or something along those lines." This kid is really good, and I don't think it's a flash in the pan. I am super impressed with him, and I know he's not going to be cheap at this point. The cat's out of the bag, but I don't think people realize how good he can be. His poise is ridiculous to me. I didn't see that at college. He throws the ball incredibly well. Rarely do you see an athlete his size move as fluidly and as quickly as he does. Usually they're kind of like you know, baby deer or baby giraffe kind of, you know, all limbs. And he's not like that at all. I think his situation's decent. This is your last chance to get Herbert. And it's not going to be immediately, but I think he's going to be one of those top six type fantasy guys before long. Yeah, we, we did have that conversation last week about kind of the state of the quarterback position in Dynasty. You've got the top seven guys, uh, maybe 
maybe Watson is falling down that list right now. Josh Allen mm-hmm. uh, has been rising up it. And I think we, I thought about it after the show and, and it kind of felt like we painted a little bit of a dire picture that if you don't have one of these guys, you're in trouble, but, but there's certainly still hope. I mean, Justin Herbert and uh, is there and, and has Burrow. impressed and, and then Joe Burrow as well. So um, there, there's some options after those guys and, and maybe it's, maybe it's Burrow and, and Justin Herbert who are sliding in as, as back end QB ones and, and top 10 quarterbacks in dynasty. I mean, if nothing else, then due to their age and, and their early, uh, early impressions that they're giving. Yeah. And along those lines, maybe two is going to be, we'll be talking about him the same way a month from now. Yeah. I think, I think right now he's, he stands out as a player to buy. Um, yeah. Just based on, you know, I don't guess we should we shouldn't expect him to come in and and replicate that. I mean, we knew that that both Burrow and Herbert were in better situations as far as the talent around them, but but we certainly still have high expectations for Tua. We've seen the early success from these other young guys. He'll get his chance uh, sooner or later. So now's the time to buy him while you can. Last note on that, and it mentioned the Bill O'Brien firing. You guys realize Miami has Houston's first and second round picks and don't need a quarterback. I mean, there's a really good chance that they add a stud receiver or something else for Tua this offseason very early in the draft. They might have two picks in the first two rounds in the top eight. Yeah, man. He uh, the, the, the Texans have a hole to dig out of for sure, whoever, whoever is uh, next to take that full-time job. Uh, Matt, you're you're buying, I'm selling, uh, and I'm thinking now is the time to cash in on Dalvin Cook. We've seen some big games from him this season, uh, but the Vikings, I know they they got their they got their win, uh, their first win, I believe, on Sunday. But this is this is not a good football team. This is a team that's going to no. they're going to play from behind uh, much of the season, and as much as they would like to give the ball to Dalvin Cook. 30 times a game. I don't know if they're going to be able to, they're going to be forced to throw the ball. Um, Cook is, is losing targets and and losing some touches to Alexander Madison. And as we've seen so many of these other running backs get hurt, we know that the injury history with Cook and uh, would never obviously wish injury on anybody, but the, the risk is there with him. I think I'm ready to cash out on Cook. If I can get, you know, Jonathan Taylor, there's there's starting to be some concern, right? With the usage, with the production. Similar things have been said over the over the past couple weeks about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Maybe we were, you know, too early, too quick with these guys to to push them up the ranks. But if I can move from Cook to one of these rookies, uh, and especially if I could get any anything on top the way Cook has has been performing, that's a move I'm making even if I've got a contending team. Your logic's really strong, and I don't really disagree with you, but even in the last week, I've cooled on Taylor a little bit because I think that offense is bad. I mean, I think Hilton might be cooked. I think Rivers might be cooked. The receivers I like are hurt, and it just seems like he's going to face 12-man boxes, you know, to no fault of his own, and he's getting his feet under him too. And my only disagreement with you is 
it's a great time to sell Cook, but he looks so good, which is, to your point, I mean, you could get a lot for him at this point. I just think he's a great football player and looks great right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely fair. Um, probably, probably that's that's probably a little bit of a scared move, honestly. Uh, if I'm being, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm being real, that get out while he is looking good and while he's healthy. Um, it, it it just depends on the price, as always, as it as it always does with dynasty trades. Uh, Matt, give us give us one more player you're looking to buy or sell. This is kind of just a shot in the dark because he played this week. Is to to pick up Keyshawn Vaughn now on the cheap. I don't think Leonard Fournette's that great. I know Ronald Jones isn't that great. When the Bucks dra- drafted Vaughn, a lot of people thought, oh, he'll be the starter there before long, and then that got brushed away with McCoy and Fournette's addition. Um, I just think you, and I don't own him anywhere. I was never a fan of, I'm using my first-round rookie pick on this guy. That Trust me, that wasn't me. But I think you can get him at quite the discount. He's already seen the field. I just don't think you have to squint too hard for him to be a major contributor next to Brady. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, it's it's almost process of elimination there um, with you know Ronald Jones. They've they've given him so many chances, and 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 he's played you know he's played reasonably okay, well, yeah. right? He, he he's not going to be an RB one though for for uh, the Bucks or in Dynasty, and and uh, of course we know a lot of the concerns with with Leonard Fournette now, so. Yeah, taking taking a chance on Keyshawn Vaughn. I, I like his price now a lot better than I did in in May That's and June. Point, yeah. um, I mean, wow that that was that was a, a rough situation seeing him drafted not only in the first round but in the middle of the first round sometimes. Um, the last one I would throw out, Matt, and we'll make it quick. And this is the opposite case of the Dalvin Cook situation. Sell Kenyon Drake. It, it's Take what you can. I checked out the trade finder on Dynasty League Football. Uh, there was a trade for of, of Drake for two seconds and a third rounder. I would definitely take that. Kenyon Drake yeah. for Daryl Henderson and Traquan Smith. I would take that. I saw one uh, where Drake still fetched a first rounder. That, that's an easy call. Uh, Chase Edmonds is, is breathing down his neck. And in fact, if I could trade Drake for Edmonds uh, and, and maybe a little sweetener, I would do that as well. Even going back to Bama, he's never really been a full-time guy either. So get yeah. out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Matt, when we come back, we will have our team building talk and uh, we'll get into some of these backup running backs and how to handle them in Dynasty Leagues. First, this season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. It's super. It's a great way to do it. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle, all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and so many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. All right, Matt, we're back. It is our team building talk. 
And Matt, we've already talked about it today. The injuries, especially at the running back position, are just crippling to dynasty teams and to fantasy teams out there right now. Uh, If three or four weeks ago at the start of the season, you had Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, and Raheem Mostert as your running back foursome, you probably were the favorite in your in your dynasty league to take down a title. And now you have nothing, nothing to show for it going into week five. All four of those guys on the shelf. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll all be back at some point this season, but, but we just don't even know. So I, I want to have a conversation about how to handle backup running backs, especially if you're a contender. The obvious move is to pay up for them if they're on the waiver waiver wire, right? If Mike Davis is sitting out there the week after uh, McCaffrey gets hurt, you you pour out the the fab budget for him. You get him on your team. Yeah. Uh, we saw the same thing happen with um, with Devontae Freeman when Saquon Barkley went down. We saw the same thing happen. Maybe if you're in a shallow league, maybe you were spending on Jarek McKinnon. And now just this past week, we've got, as we already mentioned, Nick Chubb and and Austin Eckler going down. So I think maybe the really interesting ones here for me are Davis, Mike Davis, who is who has really played well um, in in McCaffrey's absence, and Jarek McKinnon as well. And both of these players have, have bounced around the league for a little while. They've been on multiple teams before. They have each shown flashes. They're not they're not guys who have totally come out of nowhere this season, uh, but they're both playing well right now. So if you've got a contending team and you've lost one or more of these star running backs, are these the type players that you're pursuing? If if you didn't get them off waivers, are you going to trade for them now? I kind of like the idea. I mean, the more and more I think about dynasty in the running back position, I think thinking big picture is just so hard that it's almost week to week. Just get me by the next week. And if that costs me something, fine. Mike Davis, Jarek McKinnon are perfect examples of that. They're producing. They're certainly starting material now. I want them for, and I'm going to ride them as long as I can and then sit them on my bench and wait till the next injury and they get their next opportunity or whatever. And you mentioned that they didn't come from nowhere either. I mean, Mike Davis was heavily recruited, and people kind of forget this, but it wasn't long ago the Bears gave him a pretty big contract. Um, The Niners gave McKinnon a huge contract for the time. Like, teams like these guys. They're not nobodies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the the great thing, I've, I've seen it with Davis even over the past week in my own leagues, He's producing like an RB1, like a top 12 running back, but he's not going to cost uh, nearly what um, another player, you know, if you, if you lose, uh, if you lose Chubb, if you lose Eckler and you want to go out and try to replace those guys and you're trading for Dalvin Cook or Ezekiel Elliott or, or even Kareem Hunt, who, uh, who has a, a big opportunity here. Obviously the price is going to be huge on players like that. I saw Mike Davis traded for a third rounder uh, going into oh, wow. going into week four, and, and you know you can imagine the situation there. One team is rebuilding. Uh, not only do they want to get some kind of value for Mike Davis, who's a, a short term asset, but they don't even want to start Mike Davis because they're probably content to 
to take their lumps and, and get a better draft pick. The other team is is a contender who lost a running back and and could use Davis uh, even if it's only for the next uh, next couple of weeks until McCaffrey comes back. So Davis is an interesting one. I think we would probably agree he has, as I said, short-term value. What about McKinnon? Uh, Raheem Mostert, we we think, is going to be back soon. Uh, Tevin Coleman out a little bit longer, but uh, but he'll be back this season as well. Eventually, we're getting all three of these guys, and you can throw in uh, you can throw in anybody else that that the Niners come up with as well, Jeff Wilson or, or whoever it might be. It's a crowded backfield. Do you view McKinnon as as a player who has some value beyond? this injury situation or, or even beyond this season? I do. I think he's a very good receiver. I think he's a better player than I remember. It's been a while since we've seen him. He looks yeah. explosive as could be better in the passing game. As I mentioned, they gave him money and they never moved on from him. I mean, the, the NFL tells you what they think of people with how they pay him, And he is a very rich man for this position. Even if everybody's totally healthy and we know that backfield can be a headache. I think he's still a flex, which gives him a lot of value. Yeah, and, and despite his production this year, I don't I don't get the feeling that his value has has gone crazy. I'm, I think you could I think you could acquire him for a second round pick in in a lot of leagues. Again, you've got to you've got to look for the perfect match. If if you're a contender and you've got McKinnon, you're you're probably just riding it out. But if you find that team who is uh, who is in a productive struggle. You might you might find a match. Yeah, you might. What about the injuries that we saw this past week? Kareem Hunt, uh, no 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 surprise there. Everybody expects him to be a big producer with Nick Chubb now on the injured reserve and out. Uh, well, out at least three weeks, but uh, we we all expect it to be more than that. Are you paying the big price for Kareem Hunt? Are are you valuing him basically like a top ten dynasty running back now? No. I mean, I said just live short term, but Chubb's too good and he's looming. And it's different than buying Mike Davis. And right. In reality, you might get the same production out of Davis as you get from Hunt going these next couple of weeks. But you got to pay the big buck for it. And I don't know that I can do that. I mean, like, you're not going to, if you're, you're not going to get him for the a late first now. You know, you're not going to get any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he would cost... Uh, he would cost at least a first and, and almost certainly more than that. And and we know he signed the contract extension with Cleveland. So there was the hope with him that you get him on your roster now, he signs somewhere next year, and now you've got a full-time starter. That's not happening. He's, he's No, you know what you got. Yeah, he's he's finishing his career in Cleveland, probably. Um, mm-hmm. So and That's not good. It, it's not good if you, I mean, he's, he's been impressive. He's put up points. He was a top 12 running back even before Nick Chubb went down as far as points scored this season, fantasy points scored, but he's going to be that part-time player. They both are. They're, they're just going to continue to, to, to hurt each other in that way, honestly. And they both can have their big games. They've done it already. Uh, Matt, let's, let's talk about one more. The Chargers, uh, Austin Eckler goes down. We like the guys behind him, or maybe I should say beside him, because Joshua Kelly was already getting plenty of work. Uh, Justin Jackson, we would imagine, would get uh, kind of be the next man up and, and see a larger role. 
are you buying these two? And and I think Joshua Kelly might cost uh, maybe a late first rounder to buy as well. I'm not paying that price. Right. I, I kicked the tires on Kelly in two different leagues before the injury and the owner won in my first next year. And I'm like, ah, I don't think he's that kind of guy. Um, and now I think it'd be at least that in most leagues. I like him. I just don't love him. I mean, I like him as a fifth round NFL draft pick guy as a nice value quality player, a piece of your offense. I don't like him as a franchise back. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, if I drafted him in the, in the third round, I'm pretty happy right now. Uh, yeah. if I can get a first rounder for him, I would cash out gone. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I don't think you can in most leagues. I don't think many are, are willing to pay that price yet. No, uh, I would not be. Devontae Freeman, last one. I know I said last one already. I've got to, I've got to squeeze this giant situation in there. People spent big on Devontae Freeman or maybe Deion Lewis. Uh, Saquon, unlike the rest of these players we've talked about, Saquon Barkley is out for the year. I just don't think it matters. Uh, Freeman, Lewis... I mean, that Giants offense is is maybe the worst in the league, and you, you can't start any of those guys. I agree, but I think that we can't forget in redraft how much we talked about, boy, those first three games the Giants have are going to be brutal, and then we're going to trade for their guys after that. And I know things have gone south, south, south since then, and you're right, you can't start any of these guys, and Saquon's gone. But they had a tough run of things to start the season, and I could see things getting a little better. And I think Freeman looks good. I mean, just watching him play the game, I don't think he's done. I think he has burst. I think that he could find a job next year somewhere else after having a tough go of it this year. So if everyone's thinking the way you just said and treats it like it's the Jets' offense and it's stay away at all costs... I'll pick up Devontae Freeman and maybe start him a week from now if I'm in a pinch and have a lot of injuries and see what happens next offseason. Yeah, it's, it's a good point about their schedule because this was kind of to be expected. Uh, but to be honest, they've been worse than the Jets offensively so far. We'll see if they can turn right. it around. Yeah. Matt, when we come back, we'll finish up with a couple of listener questions as we always do. Uh, first, I want to tell you guys about Rock Auto. And I know a lot of you repair and fix your cars on your own but a huge reason if you don't already is to save money that you can use for other important things in life mortgage food whatever you want um you know why would you choose to spend 30 50 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership so um chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockautos.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably and ridiculously low. Uh, RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Uh, they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lights to motor oil and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door, which is awesome. Don't even leave the house. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals as do-it-yourselfers. Why spend the twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. 
right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com Matt, we are back. We just have time for one question today. We got so many good right. ones. We'll, we'll hit some more tomorrow. Uh, f- this question comes from Scott Connor, friend of the show, former guest on the Dynasty Blueprint. We'll have to get Scott back on soon. At uh, Charles Chill FFB on Twitter. Make sure you're following Scott. He's got a good question here. Talk about why Joe Burrow has passed Deshaun Watson in Dynasty and why their career arcs and situations are heading in the opposite direction. Now, I will say, I think Scott probably sent that question in before the news broke, the recent news broke mm-hmm. about uh, about Deshaun Watson, and, or I should say about the Texans and, and the firing of Bill O'Brien. So I think immediately everybody feels a little bit better about Deshaun Watson uh, with this this coaching change but it's still not been great. And, and Joe Burrow, he, we, we all saw the stat. If you were, were plugged into Twitter uh, this weekend, that this past weekend, that Joe Burrow became the first quarter, first rookie quarterback to throw for 300 yards in three straight games. <clears throat> so that they do, they're, they're certainly going in different directions. Would you right. rather have Joe Burrow in a dynasty league than Deshaun Watson? Let's start there. I guess. Yeah. I don't exactly trust the Bengals to be the model franchise, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it really I does. Love the player. It does feel like it comes down to these two franchises, and we we've talked so much right. about the Texans, uh, and so many people have about just the frustrating moves they made. We don't we don't have to rehash those. But uh, the uh, other than Watson, the cupboard feels kind of bare in Houston. And no, no early picks like we talked about. Like not a lot of resources to change it either. That's what worries me about Houston. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, Joe Burrow. Close. Watson's a great player. He really is. He is. I mean, he um, is. I know he's a great player. If I've got Deshaun Watson, I think I would trade him for Joe Burrow, though. Would you trade him for Herbert? No. I just raved about him. I'd say no either. And I don't think the Chargers are a model organization either. (laughs) It it, not it that, that really is what the conversation so much comes down to is, is the team situation and uh, why we've, we've trusted the Patriots and we, we trust uh, some of these teams uh, more than specific players. It's such a huge factor. Uh, More and more. That's how I view quarterbacks so much more than I ever did. Like, is the team going to help them get better? Giants, no. Washington, no. I would I would say no to Cincy too, but and the Chargers. But I really like these two rookies. But I do know Watson's a good player. I think the other two are going to be great players. I think I still want Watson over all of them. So you do want Watson over Burrow? I think, but it's a really good conversation. Well, I mean, Burrow has Tyler Boyd. Burrow has Joe Mixon. Burrow has T. Higgins. Those guys locked Higgins up. Higgins good. Uh, yeah, yeah, he really does. Those guys locked up, and, and you can say A.J. Green is washed. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Either way, he's, he's probably not on this team next year. Uh, right. But right. he's got those three young assets all locked up to long-term deals. 
Watson has no running game. Better line. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. But I mean, he's also the one that that, that takes so many sacks. Uh, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's always among the league leaders in that. Um, it's if it's a better line, it's not by much. But really, no no weapons in the in the running game, and and if who's the long term weapons. Yeah, the the passing game. I mean, these guys just can't stay healthy. Of course, Will Fuller is is a big time talent. Bad situation. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm talking myself into into Joe Burrow here. Do you think? And, and we'll You're we'll wrap me it. Into Joe Burrow too. <laughs> we'll wrap it up on this for for this episode. Do you think Deshaun Watson with Romeo Cornell coming in can he turn it around this year and, and start producing at a higher level? Uh, both for the Texans and for fantasy players. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so too. I think it gets better from here. Uh, Mm -hmm. So now is the time to buy Deshaun Watson. I just wouldn't use Joe Burrow to do that. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know that you accomplished much there. We actually told everyone to go buy Watson last week before the firing, thinking that was rock bottom for the guy. Yeah. Now I think just getting Bill O'Brien out of the building might have positive results. Yeah, absolutely. Matt, that is it for today's show. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.